Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. How you doing? It is Jeff Floyd uh, at Twitter, uh, on Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. This Thursday edition of Locked On Browns is brought to you by mybookie.ag. I'm going to hook you up with a promo code a little bit later. Uh, obviously, uh, but mybookie.ag, proud sponsor of the show. Glad to have them. Appreciate everything they're doing for us here. Also, guys, I do have the PFF Edge subscription still to give away. Uh, please uh, subscribe to the show. Give us a nice review. I'll take the five star, but any review, please. You know, some critiques, some criticism, always up for. But uh, go ahead and do that. Please leave your Twitter app in the review. Your Twitter app, I should say. And we'll be uh, hooking up with a PFF uh, Edge package subscription. Able to go in, look at all the pass rushers in the NFL, see you know whether or not these guys are just you know making sacks, putting up stats, or whether or not they're grading out as well. Love the guys over at PFF. Have a lot of friends who work over there. I know the amount of time they put in. It's a great resource. It's a great thing to use. So by all means, please go ahead and leave the review. I'm going to hook you guys up with that a little bit later on. You know, uh, probably tomorrow we'll start picking some winners for that. Um, so far, here we are Thursday, obviously, uh, so some technical difficulties this week, some personal difficulties for me. So, uh, you know, Thursday edition here, we're going to pound out a couple shows here in the next few days, get you guys all caught up before we kick off on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Um, looks like Danny Shelton will be back this week. It looks like we are finally going to get to see the number one overall pick in Miles Garrett this week. Look, when we're talking about these guys with Shelton... And, you know, Miles and, you know, obviously Jamie Collins still in the protocol, obviously looking more and more like he is not going to be back Sunday. You know, tough loss for them, obviously, in the Swiss Army knife and the Jamie Collins, the linebacker, the do-it-all capabilities that he has. You know, it's tough to not have him, but it's nice to start to get, you know, some reinforcements back, getting Danny back. Uh, obviously, Miles Garrett, everybody's excited. Everybody wants to see, you know, the, the player that this franchise has so much invested in. So we'll get to see that on Sunday. Um, as far as we, we're going to start in here now, I'm going to get through the Jets' offense tonight. Um, I have a bunch of uh, you know uh, questions from you guys that uh, you know you were kind enough to submit that I'm going to answer as well here. So uh, getting into the Jets, obviously you know the quarterback Josh McCown. Obviously you know he's not too unfamiliar here with obviously with you Cleveland fans. Uh, you know been here you know, la you know last couple of years, and you other guys know about Josh. But he's adapted well, you know, with the New York Jets here. It was kind of weird how they played the preseason with him. He did not take very many snaps, which, you know, seemed very strange. Uh, I think maybe they were hoping that one of the two young quarterbacks, whether it was Petty or Hackenberg, was going to take the reins and, you know, they could build, you know, and at least evaluate one of these young guys. Um, uh, Bryce Petty got hurt. He did show well in the preseason, but, you know, he needed somebody to start week one. Uh, which gave the nod to McCown. Uh, Christian Hackenberg is starting to look more and more like a lost cause for the New York Jets, an absolute wasted late second-round pick. So, you know, we're going to see old friend Josh McCown. Uh, I think he's handled himself well. The way the, the moves have gone for the Jets, 
you're going to have to look out for his weapons. It, it, it seems weird for a team that, you know, there was so much talk of the tank with a young wide receiving core. That's not really the way they've gone. Uh, Robbie Anderson is getting his reps as a, in the wide receiving core. He's proven himself well as a deep threat, legit, you know, four, sub 4-4, four, four, uh, 40 speed. I saw this at his pro day. I was there. I watched scouts. You, you know, everybody's eyes kind of popped a little bit when he was done with it. Everybody was exchanging, you know, the uh, you know the stopwatches back and forth. Uh, Robbie Anderson, if you can get into his body and you get into his body early, he's not going to be able to get deep on you. He's not the biggest of guys, you know, frail body, like not a huge upper body. He has a little problem with the jam stuff. So, you know, I think if McCourty's able to, you know, go one on one with him, he's smart, he's savvy as a veteran. He should be able to hopefully prevent a guy like Robbie Anderson with that world class speed from getting deep. But then you get to uh, Jermaine Curse, obviously, you know, uh, great pedigree as a pro. Uh, the years in Seattle, Super Bowl champion, you know, played another Super Bowl. He knows how to play winning football. He's, you know, been probably one of the bigger bright spots for a guy who was brought in later in the season here for the Jets. He showed very well, uh, knows how to work, you know, in between the hashes. He's smart. He knows how to run his routes to get a first down. He's been a nice, reliable target for Josh McCown to this point. Jeremy Curley was brought back to the New York Jets. Uh, Jeremy Curley, uh, he's not the greatest receiver. The contract that San Francisco gave him to in March and then basically relieved him of, you know, late in the summer seemed odd. But the one thing Jeremy Curley is, he knows how to play the slot position. He knows how to run his routes. He knows how to read the quarterback's eyes. The quarterback gets in trouble. He knows whether or not he's got a jet to the sideline. He's always able to find a, you know, an open target for his quarterback for a completion. Him playing a third fiddle as opposed to a starting wide receiver is something that you know he fits in a little bit better there. Uh, another weapon for McCown, obviously, uh, the much maligned you know up until about now. You know, tight end Austin Safari and Jenkins. It was a guy I was really huge on coming out of the University of Washington. Big body, big target, strong hands, was able to take a hit. Obviously, you know, had some luggage, you know, some baggage, obviously, while he was at the University of Washington. That uh, showed up and resurfaced in Tampa Bay after they had drafted him, which ended up him getting released and, you know, him, you know, ending up as a New York Jet. But no player in the NFL over the last, uh, I would say, probably nine to ten months has put more onus on their own career as far as you know, turning things around, reestablishing themselves, getting themselves on the right track, moved in with his agent, took up yoga as a hobby, you know, really, really changed the course of his career to this point. And he's looked good after serving the first two game, uh, for had a two-game suspension to start the season. He's looked really good to this point for the Jets. He's able to high point with his big body, uh, with the you know the core strength from the yoga. He's able to take the hits, hold on to the ball. He's done a really nice job for the New York Jets. He's somebody you're gonna have to watch out for on Sunday. You know, obviously with Jamie Collins not being there, that's something you're gonna have to look into. He's going to be something you're gonna have to watch. The running back core, Bilal Powell is probably their best skill position to this point. Um, fine young running back, doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, this year for the Jets, they started off feeding Matt Forte, which just seemed to be the strangest thing. You know, here is Matt Forte, at almost 32 years old, being featured on a team with a bunch of young players. You know, minus the you know veteran quarterback who's playing due to the fact that the young kids really couldn't get it done. Bilal, somebody you're gonna have to watch out for. That's another thing you would obviously hope you have Jamie Collins for. As Bilal is a dual threat player, 
in the run game, in the pass game. Uh, the younger back, uh, fifth-round pick for the New York Jets, Elijah McGuire, he showed well the last couple of weeks as they're starting to gravitate him into their offense. Huge touchdown run last week. You know, it was a run to the left side. He was able to find the cutback lane, put a nice move on the safety. Rams split the hashes, beat everybody down the secondary. 69-year touchdown run. Nice. Young guy starting to show his worth here. You know, in the NFL, in a strong 2017 draft class running back-wise, Elijah McGuire is another guy who looks like he's, you know, finding his way and moving towards a successful career. As I mentioned earlier, the guys over at MyBookie.ag, you know, kind enough and nice enough to uh, help us out here. They have, um, you know, obviously, you know, agreed on to be a sponsorship. Love the app. Uh, the I love the site. You know, when you're dealing with, you know, putting your money into a site as far as, you know, making some picks and things of that nature, you want to find a site, you know, that has legs, has establishment, has been around for a while. This is something you're going to get with MyBookie.ag. Uh, look, everybody, you know, if it's a game where you, you know, your home team or your favorite team, your rooting interest team isn't playing, you know, it's always nice to maybe have a couple of dollars on there to, to spice things up as a viewer interest. That's where a site like mybookie.ag comes in. Uh, quickest turnaround payout-wise, two days. I'm not lying. That's truth. That's the way it's going to happen. You place your bet. They will get it back to you within two days if you win. Look, everybody thinks they're a know-it-all. Everybody thinks they know what's going on. Everybody thinks they're going to beat the spread or beat the over/under. Trust me. Uh, you know, I recommend mybookie.ag. They get it done. It's a quality site. It's easy to you know uh, navigate. Easy maneuver. And like I said, they're going to get you your money back. You win. They're going to get it back to you fast. Uh, use the promo code locked on mybookie.ag. Use the promo code locked on. Your initial deposit 100, 200. They will match it 100 percent. You're getting free money to play. Allows you to place more bets. Roll that stuff over and let it ride, guys. Uh, it was nice enough this week. I appreciate all you guys. Please follow the Twitter account, at LockedOnBrowns. Uh, you guys were able to give me some really good questions this week. I appreciate that. This show, like I mentioned, through the Twitter account, I want this show to be your show. Uh, so obviously, you know, we've got some really, really good stuff here. And you guys have hit on some points that you know I think... You know, I, I truly, you know, as far as this franchise transcends over the years and the rebuilding process and gearing towards finding some success. So I, I like what you guys have sent me. First one here, uh, Kyle Burrows. Uh, when I put these all up, when I uh, post the show, I'm going to, you know, give you your ads. All Browns fans follow each other. You know, please follow the show through the Locked On Browns account. You know, I'm going to try to follow as many as I can. And, you know, we'll do that. And, you know, we'll work together to make this show your show. Uh, first one from Kyle, though, like I said. What do you think Emmanuel Ogba's ceiling as a player is? I think Emmanuel, obviously, you know, a high second-round pick, first pick of a second round uh, two years ago. I think he is going to trans and transcend into a quality, you know, obviously counterpoint to Miles Garrett. I think you know he tested well through college. Uh, James Coburn at Jim Metrics on Twitter does some really great market share stuff. You know, everybody when you're you know evaluating prospects, you want your piece of the puzzle. You know, look, there's tape. Look, there's market share. Look, there's test numbers. James is a guy who really puts it all together when he evaluates players. He's a guy, you know, I kind of look to a lot for, you know, his feedback on some things as much as my own eye. But I think Emmanuel Ogba, you're talking about a perfect second fiddle, you know, defensive end when you have a star like Miles Garrett. You know, if he, you know, is even close to what he's advertised to be, uh, I think Emmanuel, you know, his market share as far as you know tackles for loss, sacks. 
tackles, period, showed very well in college, and we're starting to see that transcend over into his pro game here. I think you have a guy you're talking about as a potential 8-10 to 10 sack per year player. Emmanuel brings that. Uh, it's going to be a good get for Cleveland here, and obviously if you pair that with a guy like Miles, as much as you have invested in him, should be a fantastic duo for the years to come. So great question from Kyle, and I appreciate you for sending that in. Uh, next, next question we have here, Michael Kist, uh, you know, a host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, good friend. Uh, he was curious about Duke Johnson's targets, carries over the next few weeks. Do we need to see an increase? Should we see an increase? 110%. Duke Johnson not only needs to be the featured running back, he needs to be the starting running back in this offense. Uh, Crowell is just not getting it done. His vision is not there. I know people want to bring up the numbers that he's put up the last couple of years. A lot, is that, a lot of that has been aided by long runs. He's just not doing that right now. He's not showing that. Maybe keep him around as, you know, in a goal line situation for that stuff right now. I don't think he's a part, uh, a part of the future of this franchise. San Juan, Saquon Barkley. Future Cleveland Brown. Huge target for the 2018 draft. All that should be on there. But I like Duke Johnson. I like what Duke Johnson brings. Uh, he, 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 that's what he breaks a lot of tackles. He wiggles his way out of them. Uh, so things of that nature. Get Duke more involved here. Obviously brings you the dual threat. If Duke's on the field, you don't necessarily know what's coming. I'd sprinkle in some more Matt Days here as well. Another dual threat running back. I know it's a seventh round pick. But when you're a team in the position like Cleveland, you're evaluating young talent and you're finding foundational pieces that are going to stick around for a while. I think Matt Days could be one of those guys and go out, like I said, maybe pick up the true feature back at a guy like uh, Saquon Barkley, and you're set from there. Uh, a couple more questions here. This next one from PJ Adams. He wants to know a little bit more about the wide receivers' lack of production, whether or not it's Kaiser's fault, whether or not it's their fault. I'm going to give some blame here to Deshaun Kaiser, as much as I'm a huge fan you know, of Deshaun. He was a hu- uh, you know, I was a huge fan of his coming out of Notre Dame. But look, when you're playing with a wide receiver core, you can't really even call Kenny Britt a one right now at the rate he's playing. The drops, uh, you're not getting the you're not getting the effort. You're not going to getting what you need from a guy, a veteran like Kenny Britt, who's been in this league this long that you need to see. And then you're talking about a bunch of guys who maybe are you know third, fourth wide receivers at best. This team does not tr- uh, you know, possess a true slot wide receiver. So look, the wide receiving core, yes, I think a lot of the blame is there, which puts you know Cleveland in a very favorable position. A lot of free agent money this year, a lot of draft capital. You're going to need to go out and be, rebuild this wide receiver core. I think the only constant you're going to have going forward is Corey Coleman, who I'm a huge fan of. But the problem with Corey Coleman is, you know, right now we're showing some injury concerns. So you're definitely going to have to go ahead and double up on guys. And, you know, probably three to four wide receivers are going to be needed to add to this roster for the 18 season. Uh, Matt Irwin, you know, another guy I love to talk to on Twitter. His question was about the offensive line and, you know, how close do we think they're gelling. I think they're almost there. I think there's yards to be had through the run game. You know, Crowell's vision is not helping that. I think Duke Johnson will capitalize on that. Uh, their pass pro, I think they're number 12, uh, 12 ranked. Offensive line and pass protection, according to you know Pro Football Focus, so they are getting the job done. Sean Coleman has stepped up, obviously four veterans, you know at right guard all the way down to left tackle, and Joe Thomas. The offensive line is getting it done. There's no question about that. Next we have um, from Foles Crow. How long is Hugh truly going to keep Britt? 
Look, uh, Hugh's in a tough spot here. As much as you'd like to send a message to a veteran like Kenny Britt, look, we're paying you a lot of money. The drops are inexcusable. The lack of effort is inexcusable. There's nothing else you can do right now. You don't have anyone else who can even capably show like a number one wide receiver, which Kenny Britt has done at times in his career. I think Hugh's in a tough spot, and you just got to run Kenny out there every week and just basically get in his ear and say, look, you got to step up, man. We need you to step up. Uh, last question we have here from Davis Live. Um, did the Cleveland Browns make a mistake by passing on Deshaun Watson? Uh, Deshaun Kaiser was my number one quarterback in the 2017 draft class. Big, strong arm, can make all the throws. Those are the guys that usually get me giddy. I'd rather deal with a guy with accuracy issues in the short game than to have to deal with a guy who I know does not have a strong enough arm to make every throw at all times, especially when you're dealing in a city with Cleveland where you're dealing with the elements. I had Deshaun Watson pegged as a perfect spot for Houston. That's where he ended up. You know, he had velocity concerns coming from the combine. You put him in a place like Houston where he plays eight home games in a dome. He plays a road game in a dome in Indianapolis. He plays a road game in Tennessee. He plays a road game in Jacksonville. That's 11 out of 16. You had Deshaun Watson here in Cleveland, where he's playing eight home games in Cleveland, a road game in Pittsburgh, a road game in Baltimore, a road game in Cincinnati, where elements win, things are a lot more in play. Look, I mean, if you want to do this two years from now and say maybe the Cleveland make a mistake, we can do that. We're only here in you know early October. We're not going to do that now of October 5th of 2017. Uh, like I said, please, guys, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Like the podcast. Uh, please give me a fabulous five-star rating. Put your Twitter handle in there. I have a uh, PFF Edge rushing package for you. I can give away $40 value. Go ahead and check out and see how all these guys are rating out, you know, stat-wise, you know, score uh, film grade-wise. The guys at PFF do great work. This is the Thursday night edition of Locked On Browns for October 5th, 2017. We've got a couple more shows coming for you this week before we tow it up against the Jets on Sunday. But, guys, as always, I appreciate it. I'm Jeff Lloyd on Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. I appreciate you guys for listening. Let's go Browns.